0: Street Rag, episode number 12, March 19th, 2008. I am your host and author, Michael Gravel. Thank you again for joining me. Well, spring is close to springing here in Edmonton, but it's not that close. This past weekend, we got two to three inches of the fluffy white stuff, and the general feeling is that it set us back a little bit was quite a surprise to wake up on I think it was Friday or Saturday and see all the snow out there but um, it's left a few people despondent but it's not all that bad temperatures are rising and it's getting back to normal seasonal temperatures now snow no snow cold no cold one of the great things about Edmonton is that the the farmers markets are open year-round Uh, especially the Strathcona market on the south side is an excellent way to spend a Saturday morning. And recently I had the opportunity to do so with uh, my little cousin who is all of three years old. She's a little pipsqueak in the world and um, it was quite a fun time to visit the farmer's market with her. So today's episode is a little piece called The Winter Market, and it's about my my little journey with my cousin to the market and our our adventure in Play-Doh land, as she likes to call it. So this is called The Winter Market. Saturday morning, three inches of white out there, but it's still a cool thing to hit the farmer's market. With my three-year-old cousin in tow, we hit it early. It's around 9 a.m. It's not too early but the place has started to stir and there's a little bit of time before the stroller crowd starts to roll in. It looks like the snow and the snap of cold has scared a few people off though. It's not too insane in the aisles. Little cousin walks around with wide eyes and she's already mentioned the play-doh table. She remembers it from the last time we were here. We'll get there, I assure her. As we walk through the place, the little girl attracts a lot of attention. Her wild, curly mop of dirty blonde gets a bunch of awes and she's so cute. She straight-arm points at things she likes and plays shy with certain people. She is curious and she is beautiful. The tomatoes have arrived. They've been absent since November. What a joy it is to smell the first tomatoes of the season. That sharp olfactory rush is the perfect antidote to the dank reek of old snow. I pick up two vines, 20 red globules for a measly $6. I throw them in the bag, toss a smile to the girl behind the counter and head down the aisle. We end up stumbling into one of the many bakery tables and I pick up a plate of my favorite sweets, peanut butter marshmallow squares. They're dead easy to make, but man, they are the shit. I can't do them so much anymore, but if one sugar-soaked indulgence will send me to hell. It is these. I crack them open and try one immediately. They are as fresh as this morning's snow, and I pass one to my half-pint companion. I get a big grin from her little mouth. We get to the Focatia pizza stand, and they're out of my favorite kind, the buggers. I pick up two 8-inch ham and Havarti's. The guy behind the counter gives me his usual distant nod as I fork over a dozen. If a pizza could change the world... And the world does need changing. These pizzas would, if given half the chance. We slide down the aisle to see my friend who spins the blue pottery. She is a true artist. She's always got something new and her work is wonderful. I eye up an extra big mug with a wide base. It's gorgeous and perfect for early morning tea, so I buy it. The blue potter is happy that it's Saturday. It gets her out of the house and away from the kids for a few hours. Some Saturdays, she looks spent. Today, she's the goods. Up around the bend to the green cellars. The usually smiley woman is frowning behind her glasses. Who knows why, but the greens are crisp and the potatoes are humming. I grab a bunch of young lettuce and baby spinach. My change is delivered with a frown and a hint of contempt. Life is too short for that kind of stuff. Toonie in pocket, green in bag. In front of the outside snowscape, the windows hang with a touch of frost. It'll still be a few weeks before the hot dog wrangler is out there. The little one is getting anxious. The Play-Doh table is two aisles away and she knows it. But first, we must visit the woodman. We stop in and peruse the woodman's wares for a few minutes. And for a time, my cousin is captivated by the little trinkets that he has for sale. She picks up a rosewood kaleidoscope, and she's got pure joy and wonder all over her face. It's a great piece of work, but a little on the pricey side, so unfortunately I have to pass on it. For myself, I buy a keychain that holds toothpicks. Toothpicks. Somehow, in this age of whitening toothpaste... Razors with six blades and super-extreme deodorant, toothpicks, along with Old Spice, white muscle shirts, and brill cream, seem to hearken to an earlier age when men were men and things like manscaping didn't exist. Who knows? Is woodworking an anachronism or a fading art? I hope it's neither. In any case, the woodturner is brilliant at what he does. We finally arrive at our destination, the Play-Doh table. My little cousin is delighted with the assortment of moldable clay, as am I. The smell of Play-Doh on my hands is one of my most powerful memories from early childhood, and I'm sure that almost everyone can remember the smell of the stuff on their little hands all those years ago in the grade one art room. Little cousin is completely captivated by the clay, She smashes it and works it into several little balls, which she holds up with the enthusiasm only a three-year-old can muster. I buy her a three-pack of the clay, the rainbow pack. She hugs my leg, looks up at me, and says, Thank you, with the most genuine smile I've ever seen. You're welcome. With our mission accomplished, I give the little girl a dollar so she can throw it to the clarinetist in the wheelchair. She does, and we duck back out into the frigid white with a bunch of Saturdays still left in front of us. Toothpicks, pizza, Play-Doh, and little cousins. May they live long and always come to visit. Thanks for listening. The Street Rag podcast is recorded in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada and is spoken by the author, Michael Gravel. Episodes are available via streaming audio at streetrag.com slash podcast, or you can subscribe via iTunes by visiting that same URL, streetrag.com slash podcast. All material on Street Rag is copyright. Any reproduction in whole or part without prior written consent from the author is prohibited and punishable by a pan to the chin.